Hey friends, let me jump in here real quick to remind you of our sponsor, 25 Transportation and Solutions. That's 25 Transportation and Solutions. They give you quality transportation, delivery services that you can depend on, getting your freight to and from its destination safe and secure. Contact them at info at 25.org. That's I-N-F-O at T-W-E-N-T-Y, the number five, ive.org or you can call them at 240-479-6376 see you out on the road now let's get back to our episode of the truth and coffee time podcast that i really can't let you go Hey friends, welcome to the Truth and Coffee Time podcast with Diverse Love. I am Denise. And I'm Brian. Get your coffee or whatever your cup of joy is and settle in for some bold conversations, some random topics, a few cuss words, and a whole lot of us. Brian, let's go. What's up, everyone? On this episode, we want to share our interview that we did with a another podcaster that we have become friends with in the podcast community. It is Papa Jeff from Papa Jeff America, a talk radio podcast continuing the conversation one podcast at a time. We truly enjoyed sitting down and talking with Papa Jeff and just, you know, kicking around conversations, learning great things and new things about him as he also learned about us and shared our story across his platform. So without further ado, please enjoy our interview with Papa Jeff from Papa Jeff's America. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Papa Jeff's America program. I just have to say that our guests today are truly amazing people. I'm really excited that they're here. We have mutual friends in the podcast world, and I can tell you that I think that these two folks are old souls. They're wise, humble, funny, and so genuine. You guys are really going to love them. Denise is a writer, veteran, and a passionate advocate Uh, motivated by positive possibilities. She's really positive, y'all. And she sees um, all that in the world. She loves writing and blogging uh, about any topic that sparks engagement and a diverse dialogue. She's a lover of all things family, from spending quality time with her fantastic and supportive husband, Brian, to enjoying family cookouts and games with her kids and her grandjoys. In Denise's off time, she enjoys an abundance of coffee, something definitely uh, that we have in common and great conversations. She also enjoys reading, music, and cooking. And the other half of the pair is Brian, fondly known uh, to his wife as Mr. B. Uh, he's a writer, veteran, and a conversation starter. And he's a true people person, I can definitely tell you that. 
and he thrives on great engagement with others. His passion toward allyship and purposeful heart-to-heart chats continue to set him apart as a person who truly cares about others. Uh, He loves to dive into worldly discussions with his beautiful wife, Denise, and they continue to challenge each other from day to day, from topic to topic. Family, coffee, there you go with the coffee, traveling (laughs) and seeking new adventures are his passions. And together, guys, Denise and Brian are Diverse Love and the hosts of the Truth and Coffee Time podcast, and they are joining us today. Welcome to the program, guys. Thanks so much for making the time to come on. Thanks. That's a great uh, intro, wasn't it? Wasn't great? I I stole it from your website. Those are your words. I mean, I took a little (laughs) bit of literary license to move things around for the for the 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 slip of the tongue there that I might have, but those are your words, and they're all true. I I believe in those tremendously. That 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 describes you guys to a T. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's so um, funny when you're putting together bios and you're putting together website and knowledgeable things about yourself. Sometimes it's so hard to write things about who you are. And we uh, solicited our, our website, um, our webmaster, because we've known her for 20 years. And, you know, she was like, oh, yeah, you know, that's true. And just to hear it out loud sometimes it's like, wow, you know, is he talking about us? But, you know, <laughs> we're just so blessed that um, that we can say that we feel like we are those, you know, those things, everything you, you said and everything we wrote. So thank you so much for that wonderful um, welcome to your platform. We really appreciate that. My pleasure. So happy to have you here. I did want to just jump in real quick first and acknowledge that you guys are both military veterans, and thank you so much for your service. Very much appreciated. I believe we have the, um, between you two, we have the United States Marine Corps represented, and we also have the U.S. Army Ranger Paratroopers represented as well. Am Am I correct there? Yes. You are correct, but the Marine Corps part is the only one that really matters. You do know that, Papa Jeff, right? Don't mess with a Marine's (laughs) coffee. I know. And I know he's going to jump in here and say, or a Ranger paratrooper's coffee either. I I know. Nah, we're we're, we're kind of, we do things stealthy. (laughs) You jump in in the dark and at 450 feet and... But why, why jump out of a perfectly good airplane? You know, because they told to me to. <laughs> he said to get down to the ground faster. <laughs> to get get well, yeah, that's that's true. You know, it's it's not the fall; it's the sudden stop at the bottom, right? That's that's why, <laughs> that's why the the shoot has definitely got to work. Well, I, I am I am so happy that and and happy for your service to our country and. And happy that that you guys are here. It's it's just awesome. Tell us about diverse love, about how you guys got started. And you know, I know you guys have been married a long, long time. You're in the you're in the double digits. Congratulations. Yeah. And mm-hmm. tell us about how you guys got got going as and and known as diverse love. Um. So we actually kind of really stumbled on on that um, platform a few years ago because. Like you said, we've been together for 32 years, Papa Jeff. And as you can tell with any, or as you know, with any relationship, whether it's a marriage or friendship or, uh, you know, or, or a colleague, 
um, it doesn't start off, you know, as loving as you, you want it to be. And so we have definitely had some, some shaky times, but we've always been able to talk it out Mm -hmm. and to communicate. Um, you know, we've never been a couple to, you know, yell and, and, and just, you know, conversate in a loud tone. We've always been able to just talk and, and communicate. So it kind of grew into a diverse love and, not even the fact that we are interracial, that we even came upon the word diverse. We came upon that word diverse because we have different thoughts and different innovations and different skill sets and different thought patterns around um, worldly ideas, around current ideas, around our family, how we raise our kids, our different cultures, our different religion. And we came upon that Um, as diverse and then the word love was loving the diversity that we have and respecting each other um, thoughts and patterns as we bring them to the table and that's kind of how we came up with um, diverse love most people think it's because we're mixed that we came up with the word diverse but it had actually that was the latter thought Um, it had really nothing to do with that and everything to do with all the differences that we bring to the table and the love and respect that we give each other for those differences. We are, we're all different in our own way. And, and mm-hmm. I love, I love how you said that just because you, in the, the different skill sets and the different thought processes and the, it, it's what makes us who we are, but also what's makes the, the world a better place, getting us all together mm-hmm. and listening to each other, which mm-hmm. As you said, in in the you know listening to each other in the and talking to each other in the lower tones, it seems like the louder we get because we want to prove our point. Mm-hmm. The less we prove our point, at least that's been my experience. Because I'm mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I I tend to get a little wound up sometimes, and and it it works. I you are completely right. It works a lot better when you just remain calm and hey, let's just let's just talk about this because we all know. And some from literary books, but some from experience is that when communication stops, that's when the problems really start. When you stop talking, that's when mm-hmm. that's when there's problems. You go, we got to keep an open line of communication, and we have to we have to be understanding of each other. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. So what, on your website, well, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say a, a lot of that stuff that she talked about, and the reason that we started our podcast was because we had Sunday conversations that were so different. Like our perspectives on it were so different mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. we were like, maybe we could do this and just, or how many people out there thinking like, are we were thinking, thinking like yeah. we're thinking, let's, yeah. let's, let's put it into a actual form and put it out there. Yeah. So that's another thing. And the reason why we did that. And we talk, we talk a lot, but we're so busy during the week. I mean, he works a lot. I work a lot. We help with our family. We help with our grand joys. I have my own endeavors. He has his own, you know, endeavors. So Sundays was always our time early in the morning, either before church or after church or, mm-hmm. you know, or if we went to church, it would be always that early time that we find ourselves watching the sun come up, drinking coffee and just having some of the most deepest conversations. And, you know, and we would think about how other people's perspective would be. I mean, here we are, we are talking from a cultural standpoint, different with me being African-American and him being white, you know, and always having these different thoughts, but yet 
even though our thoughts will be different, we're always coming to the same end result. The same end result will be always respect, respect. We have to respect or we have to love. So, you know, we were told by so many, you should do a podcast. And at the time, years ago, you don't, and we didn't have no clue what a podcast was mm-hmm. or how to, I know how that to feeling. jump in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> or how to jump in there. So we really sidebarred that for years um, until recently um, when I started penning my book and then COVID came and we started having really different conversations and deep conversations during COVID. And um, finally, you know, we decided we'd go forward uh, with a little push from my, you know, friends and co-author from the Heart of Chat podcast, from Elsie and Aaron, the interracial perspective, mm-hmm. you know, Pice and OL, just a little bit of push from the podcast community has been great. I'm working on getting Paisa to come on as well. She's oh, um, so sweet. I, I, in fact, I, I was messaging with her last week, and and she's working on it. She, she admitted that she's a better, a more comfortable host than she is mm-hmm. a guest. And mm-hmm. I said, "Do not worry. I am very low key. I am not there to put you on the <laughs> spot. I I am very compassionate. It's probably from all my years of being a paramedic." And you you will be fine whenever you get your uh, the the season of your shows out and you have some time. You're welcome here anytime. So she's gonna she's gonna be joining us here soon. I would say being on as a guest helps you mm-hmm. in hosting because you get your you you're listening and watching to what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I agree. You you get to see both sides and mm-hmm. and actually with with Paisa, I actually had her as a guest on one of my one of our IG lives when we were promoting our book and we were doing the joy tour. And she told us the same thing, Papa Jeff, that she's a better host than guest, mm-hmm. but she knocked it out of the park. We got so many great comments um about how well she she did on that and how personable she became and how comfortable and organic mm-hmm. the conversation was. So I have no doubt that when she does come on with you, it'll be great. It's it'll be great. I I I I have no plans of trying any of the dance moves that she's able to do that I've seen on <laughs> IG. Um, I've just looked at that and said, you know, if I tried that, my I'd throw out my good hip or one of my legs would fly <laughs> off. Could or... It could be an icebreaker. It could be an icebreaker, Papa Jeff. <laughs> Papa Jeff's going to call his paramedic friends to come and get him <laughs> and reattach him. Be on site. Just have him on site. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. We have to have the, the medical personnel on staff if Papa Jeff's going to try this. I like so that. <laughs> on your website... And I'm going to call it a mission statement. I don't know if that's really how you guys consider it. But on your website, it talks about building, supporting, and connecting. Can you tell us about that? What What is that all about? Yeah, so um, actually, we, we kind of came up with this because we felt like um, when people jump into relationships and they start connecting, they for, and, and it doesn't last long, whether it's a relationship or a partnership or a friendship or whatever ship, you know, you get aboard with, they, they seem to jump past the building and the supporting 
um, part of it. And they, they try to go straight into connecting with that person. And sometimes that doesn't work unless you really have to invest time. If, if the relationship or friendship is important enough, you have to take time to build, you know, and building brings confidence in the relationship and it brings a partnership, you know, it helps you to share and receive and connect and then keep repeating that cycle over and over. So that's how um, the building supporting and connecting came. We felt like any relationship that you that you have, it, it has to become in a building process. It's just like putting up a beautiful building. You can't just start walking in and out of that building without building the building and then making sure that the building is supported by great um, relationship strategies or great conversations or confidence or trust. And then the connection just kind of, you know, comes more fluently. So that's how we came up with that, that mission statement. And that's how we feel like practicing um, and supporting and building communities comes from that part. So I don't know if that makes sense, but um, we just felt like we, we you don't want to skip what you need to do to connect uh, with people before you start building a relationship. I, I think that's absolutely true. Um, I, I think with anything, with relationships, with structures, and, you know, even the 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 church experience tells us that, you know, it the, the relationship has to be built on something mm-hmm. solid, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if not, it's... Uh, you know, build it on sand and you know what's going to happen. And it's going to sink. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. no, I think mm-hmm. that absolutely which is, is. Which is what happens a lot of times mm-hmm. with relationships. I mean, you look at divorces, you look at friendship breakups, you look at all of that. And then you, when you, you look at the end result and you're like, oh my gosh, that's a tragedy. Or, you know, I wonder why that happened. But then when you look at the root cause of what they build, built that relationship on, you can almost look back in the story and say, oh my gosh, no wonder the connection was severed. They didn't build it on enough solid foundation. Yeah, I, I also feel that the building, supporting and connecting, it can start with your family, but once you get moving, it should also include your community. Um, it, because if the community you live in doesn't understand uh, holistically what how you feel and how they feel that it, it won't, you can't mesh. Um, people who work together and, and, and then go home to their separate lives, even in the workplace, I mean, they have different, you have different morals, you have uh, different um, uh, point of views on life. And you only get to talk about them at work, then you leave. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're building your community, you can, you can also uh, use that platform to help others within the community as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. The, the word gets out. Sometimes we get so in our own bubble that yeah. Yeah. we just, it, it just happens. I, I was well, certainly with the, you know, with the COVID thing, you know, doing its thing and it, it's, you know, in the, the lockdowns and I, it, it sounds like that's, you know, starting to lift and, mandates and all of this and i mean that's a that's a whole different show you know um just it sounds like we're 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 getting out and we're talking to people more now and i i i think that that kind of shut in a lot of people 
yeah. uh, especially the kids, you know. Oh, absolutely. And and we're, we're social creatures. We we have mm. to we we have to we dogs don't do well as a single dog. They're pack animals, you know. They yeah. they 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 need a buddy and um, we're, we're the same way. We, we are social people and we need to get out and talk to people and, and we should be learning about other people's thoughts and views and practices and, and things like that. You, I know in the, in the, in the diverse end of it, my, uh, my, well, stepdaughter, but you know, my daughter per se, um, we don't use the word step. We, we you know, we, we, we yeah. don't either, you know, yeah. it's, yeah, and, uh, it, 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 I don't, I wouldn't, in a family situation, as, as um, volatile as they can be, Yeah. we just, we just use bonus. Yeah. And because they like are that. a bonus, you know? Yes. I yes. mean, explaining them that way is one thing, actually talking to them, <laughs> we just try to keep it, because we have adopted um, children, mm-hmm. and we have uh, people that if we said they would be step, you know, because they came from a different marriage, but yeah. I mean, they're all our children. Yeah. A couple of thoughts there. Bonus, I think, is a is a great word because that's definitely how I feel about the girls coming into my life Absolutely. after I lost my first wife and then was in a bad place and kind of emerged out the other side of that and met Monica and her daughters. You know, quite sure, quite sure. We, we've made this this family here together, yeah. and yeah. also with you know the the allyship that you guys talk about. My older daughter is 18. She's going to college. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, um, let's just say she's out. She's mm-hmm. openly mm-hmm. lesbian. She mm-hmm. will tell you that. She is loud and proud about that. Absolutely. And, you know, she doesn't care if people can't handle it, you know, and the family yeah. knows and, you know, everybody is supportive about it. And and we, I actually call her my little social justice warrior because she <laughs> will we'll sit down at dinner, you know, and, and we call it dinner theater because the girls, the other one is, is just turned 17. Um, they sit across the table from each other. We call it dinner theater because one will say something and then the other one will say something else. And, you know, one kind of offends the other one or something comes up about LGBTQ or politics or you know, then the, the 18-year-old gets her soapbox out, you know, her, her figurative soapbox and stands up on that and da-da-da-da, you know. <laughs> and so it, everybody in the family is yeah. is, is even diverse. Oh, we, 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 have we, have a, we have a complete theater in our house of, of theatrical, dramatic uh, <laughs> characters. So we get it completely. It makes It makes it fun. You know, and yeah. mm-hmm. she was on uh, some some other folks in our our podcast world. She was on the Q Lounge podcast, and mm-hmm. I had done an appearance. They came on my show. I made an appearance on their show, and then I had told them her story, and they invited her on. And mm-hmm. she shared everything about her. She did a great job, and they enjoyed it, and talked about the soapbox and and all of that, and towards the end where they were getting ready to wrap up, you know, she said, you know, I, I love my dad, but she says, I'll tell him, you know, the world would be a whole lot better place when all the old white men are gone and we can have the world that we need to have. (laughs) (laughs) They just, they cracked up. They, (laughs) and I don't disagree. 
you know, because, you know, politics-wise, Chuck Grassley was there when they wrote the Declaration of Independence, you know, and he's still in Congress. So yeah. it's it's time. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, too, I, I, I hear what she's saying. And although what she's saying is, is, is hypothetical or theoretical, yeah. um, the older community, they do have a hard time um, being progressive or mm -hmm. accepting um, the lifestyles of, of, of our younger generation or millennials and their older LGBTQ communities that has never, or, or individuals that has never come out until they became older because of the, the non-acceptance of certain communities or religions or, I mean, I grew up in a Baptist church. Mm -hmm. And so I understand it because I grew up with one thought um, around the gay community. And it wasn't until I was older and, and in the military and exposed um, to, to all the diversity and diverse lifestyles and culture that I started understanding that, that a lot of that teaching was teaching out of intimidation and fear, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, you know, it's the, the older community, you know, you get to the root of it, is it their fault? They were, this, this thought was passed down to them. It's like passing down an old blanket and it becomes sentimental and you just can't release it. You know what I mean? Yep. You, you can't let go of it. That's you just, can't you let know, go of it. Mm -hmm. it, and, yeah. and a lot of that, the older community, you're right as well. That's just the way I was raised. Okay. Exactly. That's exactly. I respect that, but yeah, at least listen to, to new ideas or different ideas. And mm -hmm. You know, it, it, I just don't think it can be my way or the highway. I, I don't. I don't think in that's... any subject, really. No, to be no. very honest with you, in any subject, you should. We would be crazy to think that. Exactly. So the the podcast got started with you guys because you just you wanted to to put a platform out there so that that you could share. How did, how did that get started? Well, we we used to have our Sunday talks, mm -hmm. but that's when we have an actual downtime sit down drink coffee and talk and one day she's she was like you know we should record this and that we, was years ago before we yeah. even understood what a podcast was <laughs> yeah she said, we should record this and, mm -hmm. or write it down and put it out as a blog and mm -hmm. I was like well that's cool but that sounds too much like work to me so <laughs> you, you you have at it <laughs> so we we kept on we kept on talking and, and having uh, the, the topics and the subjects got deeper and deeper. Mm -hmm. And what we found out was once the kids left the house, we learned more about each other than we did before when they were here. Mm -hmm. We actually had time to actually listen and, and, and watch each other, you know what I'm saying? Versus just being a team trying to move in two different directions to get everybody to school or this or that. So she said, um, I was watching this uh, guy on a podcast. His name is David Shans. What do you think about going to a class with him, mm -hmm. a, a master's class yeah. with you? And I, I was like, yeah, I said, okay. I was like, I'll, I'll try it. And when we, before we got to it, we had to, we put some things together, created um, the different avenues on what you have to do to make it actually a podcast and and, and trademark and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. but we had did all that and when we got to the master's class we learned a, a lot like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
more what not to do. Yeah. But the other part of it was just put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, be yourself. Yeah. Don't worry about how many followers, followers or, or listeners you right. have. Mm -hmm. You have one listener. Speak to that one listener. Mm -hmm. Somebody needs to hear something. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so we we just started telling our truths over coffee. And then we put it in a podcast. Now, I will tell you, it's not as, sometimes it's not as organic as it is, as us just sitting down uh, debating, but it, it does allow us to, because there's got to be some type of format, yeah. but, but there is a genuineness in everything we talk about. We do not always take the same sides. Mm -hmm. uh, we do talk about stuff that's hurtful. We do talk about stuff that is, um, I guess, cutting cutting edge right now mm -hmm. in either politics or uh, or diversity or racism or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever, whatever, whatever hits um, the um, the plate. We're going to talk about it, yeah. but it's been for me therapeutic. Yeah, um, for both of us, it really has. Just telling about what we've been through, because mm -hmm. we're not saying what's facts, like this has got to happen, or this is this. We're just saying what we went through, mm -hmm. you know. And this has been my baby. So he always joke and say he's the sidekick because I, you know, I've pushed him to kind of do this. She's the superhero. <laughs> I'm the sidekick. Can I please play my position? That's what I tell her all the time. <laughs> You know, because I feel like here we are headed toward, you know, another chapter in our lives. And I wanted to do something that I wanted to do. I mean, we've worked in government and military and corporate America, and, and we have kids, we have grand joys that we help with. And, you know, it's like when you sit back and look at that and write all of that down, what is, where in there was something that we wanted to do? And the one thing that we have always loved is our conversation over coffee. Mm -hmm. So we thought, well, maybe we can turn that into another passion of ours because we we're having these conversations anyway. And sometimes we would have these conversations with friends and they would say, y'all should do a podcast. Y'all should do a podcast, you know? So um, we just started birthing it and researching it and, you know, listening to, to Elsie and Aaron and Paisa. We listened to mm -hmm. yours. We listened to several you know, podcast to try and figure out where we kind of could fit in. What I can absolutely say, Papa Jeff, is the podcast community has been amazing to us. They have been absolutely amazing, welcoming, um, meeting with us with, you know, allowing us to pick their brains on best practices, on, on different platforms, on different hosting sites. It's just been amazing, you know, how the podcast community comes together to help each other, you know, get up and running. I, I completely agree. And I found out when I was looking to get into it because I knew nothing about it. And mm -hmm. there's just a lot of information that's out there and everybody is willing to, to help you. And there's yeah. resources out there to help you. And one of the things that, that got to me about not focusing on the numbers so much uh, because, you know, we know a lot of people do monetize and, and that's okay. Um, we don't, it's, it's a labor of love for us. And, yeah. but I had read an article in one of the social media groups for podcasters and it was a gentleman who had done a podcast for quite some time and mm -hmm. he was 
getting to the point where he was, I don't think I'm going to do this anymore. He started focusing on the numbers too much. Yeah. And he, I'm not going to do it, and I'm not going to do it. And and his kids came to him and say, Dad, you, you need to keep doing this, and you need to get that word out there, and it's not just the numbers, and we love the content, and, and please keep doing it. So he did. And I don't recall the time that was that was between the time that he made that decision and one of his kids had come back to him and they told him that the child told him that I'm so happy that you did that because I was considering at that time taking my own life in the place mm -hmm. that I was in. And mm -hmm. you told me through the podcast that exactly the information I needed to hear at the right time. And I'm still here. Yeah. And that told me that, okay, it's not the numbers, it's the content. It's yeah. like you said, it's the, it's, it's the getting, getting your, your stuff together, if you will, yeah. and putting it out there and mistakes are okay because there's going to be ums and ahs and this and yep. that, and yep. you know, there's going to be bumps in the road and it's going to happen. You know, I, I, I'm not Howard Stern or Joe Rogan, you know, that's mm -hmm. not, that's not what I'm trying to be. That's right. But just get the word out there. And, and I think that's so important. And, and you guys are definitely doing that. And so I'm glad you guys did get to the point where you took your conversations out on air, if you will. And, mm -hmm. and I think that's great because it, it has been a help to me. Your, your, your most recent uh, two episodes, the episode about bullying uh, as a child and does it scar an adult? Yes, absolutely. It does. Yes. Um, you know, the, the bad relationships and the, and the, and the stuff, uh, Monica has, it comes from a, a previous marriage that was, um, bad and it was controlling and it was physical and those scars are there and yeah. I have to be careful uh, because there are triggers there that, that yes. still bring that stuff out. It is there. So I need to be mindful of that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and also you, you you're said something really key though, Papa Jeff, when you said you're mindful of her triggers, people have no clue. A person can be perfectly fine for days, months, and years until one thing triggers them. Yeah. So when you love someone and you understand what their triggers are, if you love them enough, you will be very cognitive of those triggers. And you're right. And and sometimes you you unfortunately find out that trigger mm -hmm. when you find it out, and it was an yeah, oops. yeah after you've triggered. Yes, mm -hmm. it it mm -hmm. was a didn't mean to, mm -hmm. you know. But then mm -hmm. you learn it and you keep it in the back of your mind and say, "Oh my gosh, honey, I am so sorry. I didn't know." And then it's yeah. well, I know, and I didn't tell you because. No one wants to relive that stuff over and over and over. And you've put that in, in the box. You put it up on the shelf. You put it whatever. But it only takes that one time to open that box back up. And, you know, in relationships, we, we definitely don't want to do that. Yeah. You guys call your, your grandkids your grandjoys. And I think that's that's great. I think that's awesome. You guys have a, a, a book that's yeah. that's out about that. Tell us about that. She has book. <laughs> ah, the, the sidekick <laughs> played no part in the book. Okay. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not true. He actually played a little bit, you know, bouncing the, the, some of the, the wording off of him, bouncing some of the, the, um, the page uh, phrases and some of the pictures because, and, the copyright. And, the, and he helped us in the back end, like getting it copy, copywritten. You know, he, he is our administrative guru on the back end. So it's not true. He, he, he did play a huge part um, in it. And also with my co-author, um, Kim C. Lee, 
um, who I've been friends with for almost 20 years now, um, we decided to co-author a book and she is the one who actually pushed me to it. We have nine grand joys and the oldest one is 15. And I have been calling him our grand joy since he was born. And so it just kind of funneled from there where I, I call all of them my, my grand joys, what we both do. And other people we know now who are grandparents had started even calling their kids grand joy. It was like, oh my gosh, I love that word. And they call their kids grand joys. And so I was having a conversation a couple of years ago, a few years ago with my friend and co-author and she's like I really you know it's so endearing the way you call your your grandkids your grand joy and she says one day we have to tell a story about that or write a book about it I'm like yeah 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 and I've always wanted to write a book like me and my husband have been trying to write a book for the last few years it's really a deep book so we put it down we pick it up we put it down we pick it up mm -hmm. and you know and I do blogging and such and and I'm like yeah yeah and then COVID hit and here we are in quarantine, you know, um, things, sad things are happening, traumatic things are happening. And my grand joy, the oldest one, he is a very outgoing person, a uh, gifted soccer player, you know, just um, he traveled to do soccer. He went to Costa Rica. And in, in that year of COVID, he was supposed to be going to Barcelona to play soccer and they had to cancel the trip. And he found himself getting really sad you know, and, and really just hurt over everything that was going on. He started shutting down. I think we forgot about our kids doing, during COVID because so many things was happening to our adults. We forgot the kids was being challenged and going through as well. And, and so I would talk with him and talk with him. And I was telling my friend and co-author about it. And she said, well, it's time for us to do this book then because we have to bring to light the grand joy of all the moments that you spend with family, friends, and with, with grandparents, with uncles, aunts, mom, and dads. And she really took the whole term of grand joy, where I look at it as my kid, my grandkids, she took it literal to say that spending time with them is grand joy. We are in COVID now and people can't readily go spend time with family and we're missing out on that grand joy. So how about let's remember the little things, and those are our grand joys. And so we built the book around that. And, and it became this huge labor of love. I mean, we would write this book and we would meet every Sunday and we would sometimes even cry writing some of the passages because we knew exactly what it meant to have those moments. And we lost so many people during COVID, even in our family, we lost several people, mm. you know, due to COVID. And so it was really a labor of love and, and it's out now and on both of our websites, kimcleewrites.com, of course, diverselove.com, but it's also on Walmart, um, Barnes and Nobles, Amazon readily and uh, available at a lot of places out there. So it's, it's really, really, really been a cool project. Um, I had great also writing coaches and mentors. Um, Julia K. Kaganda um, was a great um, writing mentor and I took some classes from her that helped us. So it has been really, really a great labor of love and I can't wait for us to start collaborating on our second one. And I understand that there's another shipment of books coming in to you and folks can get a signed copy 
if they yeah, go to your website. Actually, just received them this week. So, yay! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, Papa Dave. Jeff, you've been doing your research, haven't uh, you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I tend to do that. Um, you know, I'm not the best, but yeah, I, I, I tend to do that a little bit, and I, I think it's great. I'm, I'm definitely going to get my copy. So and Monica's going to have to read it to me because I'm, you know, can't see the big E on the eye chart, but that's okay. And you know, that's that's funny that you, this story you was telling us. Our daughter, our oldest daughter, just um, had um, a cross-linking eye surgery, uh-huh. and and she's going through something very similar uh, in in one of her eyes. So when you was telling the story, like we're literally living it right now. She just mm-hmm. had the surgery this week, so. We totally understand what you what you went through. It's like I, I said earlier, you know, when we were off air, that it's it, it is a lot to go through. But for me, it's it's still a blessing because yeah, I'm you know I'm I'm not kind of patch the pirate. I'm not you know I don't have to to go that far. But you know, the, with the one eye that I still have, I'm still blessed, and I'm able to do this, and you know, still have the the love of my family and and be able to talk to great great folks like you. Where where do the guys connect with you on on I know you got your your both your websites and you you guys are all over the the social media too, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're on Instagram and um Facebook and we have um diverselove.com on our website at diverselove L U V at the end, but uh, on Instagram. And then we also just started a Instagram for our truth and coffee time. We're building that one as well. Um, and, um, you can also go to truthandcoffeetime.com and it'll pull you right into the, the diverse love website as well. Um, Papa Jeff to, I wanted to go back to one thing where you were saying about your bonus daughter. We did a, we just recorded a podcast and we thought about you while we were doing this podcast, because we had heard one of your podcasts where you talk about, um, your bonus daughter, and you were talking about a friend of yours who, was um, Sean and you because you um, supported your daughter and her and and her lifestyle, mm-hmm. and we just did a podcast recorded that we call um, "Can You Be Truly a Christian and Not Be Inclusive?" And right. you know, and and I just wanted to take a moment to commend you on supporting your daughter and standing by her side because we don't choose who we love, we love who we love. And regardless of what that, that genre or, or culture are, culture is, we don't, your soulmate is your soulmate. You, your love is your love, regardless whether it's a relationship or a friendship or a colleague that you just become, you know, best friends with or whatever, you know, we, we just don't choose that. that. That happens over that time of building, supporting, and connecting. So we just want to commend you because it's not easy. It takes courage and courageous conversations for us to stand for our loved ones who, who are different, you know, so um, good job, Papa Jeff. Good thank job. you. Thank, and, and thank you for recognizing that. I, I definitely appreciate that. She's a, you know, uh, my bonus daughters, uh, you know, they're, they're special. They're going places and, She's in college too. She wants to be a social worker, and um, it started out as lawyer, you know, to uh, uh, to deal with uh, LGBTQ rights and things like that. But that switched mm-hmm. over to 
Uh, she wants to be a social worker, and she thinks she wants to focus on the CPS, the Child Protective Services end. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's not too sure yet. She's got a lot of years to go, so we don't yeah. have to, you know, she doesn't have to figure, you know, that one out um, quite yet. But, yeah, I'm, and thank you for saying that. I'm, I'm very proud of her. And you know what, I, I, if I can add, I, I'm proud of you guys, too, because you said you have some adoptive cho- adopted kids, and I'm adopted. And yeah. that's, um, and I didn't find out until I was in my 20s. We, we can, that's, that's almost a whole nother episode, but <laughs> it's, um, it's awesome. I was adopted three days out of the, ho- the hospital, Long Beach Memorial. And it's, um, it's pretty awesome because people care enough to take care of and raise, you know, other people's kids that were, became adopt, adoptable because right. of varying reasons Right. And I I had a great life, and I have no complaints at all. Uh, but but thank you guys for doing that because there's there's a lot of kids out there that that just we went we went need the a harder family. route. <laughs> yeah, we went the harder we went the harder route. route. We didn't get a three day old, you know, <laughs> nice Papa Jeff. We, <laughs> we got a we got a fifteen year old. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you, you yeah. when I, apparently when I was three days old, my my wife and daughter say that when I was born, apparently I came out with a briefcase, and I was <laughs> I wearing a three piece suit, and boss I was all ready baby. to go. He was a boss baby. I was a boss baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, have, we have a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. they're they're grand joys, but yeah, they they run around here with briefcases. I think. Yeah, oh. but he, he he we got him when he was fifteen. He's thirty now. Thirty one. He was just with us today too. Just he's a joy, and he's so funny, and he's so loving. And um, it was a, a long road for all of us because he was already fifteen and in his personality, and we all had to learn each other, and and we all had to build that relationship. And he had to build trust in us too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, but he's he's a blessing, and we call him we call him our plus one. He's always going to be our plus one. Plus so. one. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I can remember the first time he got in trouble, I punished him and I told him to go to his room. And he said, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm on, I'm in, I'm on punishment. And I, was and like, I, and I got to go to my room. And I said, yeah. And he goes, awesome. Man. He, went <laughs> he, was, he was like happy to be in trouble. I was like, what is going on? Here? And we asked him, you know, months later, we asked him, why were you so happy about being punished and going to your room? And he said, because that meant you cared. Yep. Yeah, kids kids want boundaries. They mm-hmm. want to know they, they don't want to know, know what they and they're going to until it happens. And they're going to push those boundaries. That's that's human nature. That's mm-hmm. adults push boundaries. Yeah. So, Absolutely. no. That's great. Absolutely. The Truth and Coffee Time podcast available wherever you get your podcasts or wherever you get your podcast fix as Mr. B says. Yes. Uh, see, did the research. All of this info, guys, is going to be in our show notes, so you can check all of that out, how to get in contact with Denise and Brian. And uh, closing thoughts, guys, before we wrap up. Yeah, uh, last last thing, Papa Jeff, what coffee are you drinking? This is, I, I, went, I went way out today, I'll tell you. This is uh, Walmart's great value, super-duper generic uh, morning blend. <laughs> Um, it is uh, 100% Arabica coffee. It is a medium roast that says it's bright and citrusy, which, mm. okay. okay, you know, I put some very generic uh, powdery creamer in there. and 
you get the citrus? Did you get the citrus flavor out of it though? I, you know, I haven't, I haven't experienced that yet. So yeah. I, I, I guess I just got to keep going. You know, I've, yeah. uh, I, I have to get uh, a, a, a diverse love mug that I can yes. put that in. So I, I need to go to the store and get that because right now today is my uh, MSNBC Morning Joe mug. That's 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 kind of my my favorite mug. So I, I need to I, I kind of switch between that and my Papa Jeff's America mug that I got as a birthday present from my bonus daughters. And, hey Papa uh, Jeff, so so when we're done, put your address in our in our chat in our DM chat, and we're gonna bless you with one of the pot the diverse love oh, podcasts. That's so sweet, guys. Thank you so much. And, Absolutely. And if you could put your daughters. Uh, t-shirt size and we'll send her a t-shirt as well oh absolutely absolutely will do thanks so much absolutely denise and brian hendershot are diverse love and the hosts of the truth and coffee time podcast guys thanks so much for coming on we hope you'll come back and see us again we will thank you. you we appreciate you so much thank you so much guys this is the papa jeff's america program we are the talk radio podcast continuing the conversation one podcast at a time sit tight we'll be right back Hey friends, thank you so much for joining us as we sat down and chatted with Papa Jeff from Papa Jeff's America, the talk radio podcast. We love you guys for real. We loved talking with Papa Jeff. We loved just kicking around conversations. And thank you so much for joining in on that conversation. Remember, you can find us at www.diverselove.com. Send us an email at hello at diverselove.com or www.truthandcoffeetime.com. And also you can email us at truthandcoffeetime at gmail.com. Check us out. Check out our website check out our blogs, drop us a a, a little donation and buy us a cup of coffee. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Also, you can leave us a voice message on Anchor or Spotify. Uh, We listen to all our voice messages. We look at all our comments and we just welcome uh, all that you have for us. Um, Don't forget to check out Papa Jeff. Again, it's Papa Jeff America, the talk radio podcast. Continue the conversation one podcast at a time. And if you want to find him and buy him a cup of coffee as well, that's PapaJeffUSA.com. We love you guys for real. And we are so grateful and thankful to you, Papa Jeff, for sitting down with us. We're grateful for our listeners for checking us out um, and just having us um, chat with you and share our truth over coffee. Thank you, friends, for hanging with us. We got you. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And also, please follow us on IG. Facebook, and Twitter. Our social platform is at Diverse Love. That's D-I-V-E-R-S-E-L-U-V. And don't forget, you can listen to our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast fix. Thank you, friends. We love y'all for real. Okay, me. Take us out. It's Truth and Coffee time. Help me not think about all my lows. Think of who you are sometimes. Girl, you always on my mind, looking like it's truth and coffee time. Tell me what you really want to know.